Almighty God, on this blessed, beautiful day, we give thanks for the message in song, oh God. We give thanks for our liturgies. We give thanks for the fervor and the fever we already have in knowing you, oh God, and their expressions. May the words that I speak bring you praise, dear Lord, and never, never shame. Open our minds, soften our hearts, and unite us that we will be about our Father's business. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Our sermon for this morning is building relationships, sharing God's unconditional love. Building relationships, sharing God's unconditional love. When I use the word hate, uh, my precious wife holds me accountable and irritates me by saying hate is such a strong word. And she's correct. Hate is a strong word, and yet we live in a world where it's so easy to take this emotion and run with it. Aren't you tired of seeing your young men kill needlessly around the world? You're tired? Aren't you tired of discrimination, whether it's gender discrimination, racial discrimination? Aren't you tired of homophobia? just hating people because of a lifestyle? Aren't you tired of all the things that are going on in this world? So it's, it's easy to be consumed with hate, hate for one thing or another. As we look at what's happening politically, if we get caught up in the politics, you're caught up in the economics, the possibility of war, it is so easy to hate. And yet the message is clear from God. The message is clear. Use the energy that you would to hate somebody, turn that into raw emotion to build relationships. If we had been building the right relationships around the world, would we possibly be at this situation where we are talking about nuclear devastation for the entire world? Folk don't know what we're playing with. Two of the most powerful countries in the world over 600 million people collectively together, that many million people who could be devastated with all the ins and outs that come from that. So we live in a time where people, it's so easy to hate. One network hates more than another network. And, 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 and this network batters the president. This work, network supports him. And yet we're constantly going at it. And the word, the text tells us, God is love. That's who God is. And God is saying, if we love those people who love us, that's not, that's not living out the mandate to love people. We got to love people who hate us, who misuse us. And in the process, it's hard to tell a family who has lost a child, you got to love these perpetrators anyway. It is hard to tell people who have been beaten down for age scores and, and ages. It's hard to say you got to love people anyway, but we are caught up and we're consumed by the world and we ought to be consumed by what Jesus Christ says to us. Love. The whole foundation of who Jesus Christ is and will always be is love. We, we, we talk about the martyrs that we have seen come and go. And one of my one of my all-time martyrs is he didn't he didn't die a martyr, but he lived a martyr's life. This Nelson Mandela, 27 years he was imprisoned. Now, if anyone, hear me, if anyone had a reason to hate, 
For three decades, he was, could not touch his wife. He could not hold his children. He could not even have his birthday cake. He could not eat the foods he designed for 27 long years. Some, that's a lifetime for some folks. Some folks don't live 27 years. For 27 years, he lived, and when he got out of prison, he should have been the most militant, the most hate-filled person in the world. But he used those 27 years to build. He used those 27 years to understand human nature. He used those 27 years to get him ready for what God had in store for him to run an entire country. But he could not run it on the same hate that it was built on. So step by step, Nelson Mandela showed people what justice and righteousness looks like. That was, that was his mandate. So he can lift up his hands and say, I gave all I had to give, and I got out of prison. And who can smile with that kind of radiant, joyful smile, getting out of prison and what they've done to him, spitting in his food, mistreating him, beating him, all the things that happened, and yet he got out of the prison smiling, saying, I'm here. I'm a gift from God. To, to, I'm a gift to the country to do what I need to do. I will not hate. I will use my the energy I could hate. I will use it for love. And I'm telling you, people, if Nelson Mandela could spend three, spend three decades nearly in prison and come out loving us, what right have we got to be filled with such hate and rage when we've not experienced anything like that? You lose a child, you were wounded, you hurt, you, you have a right to be in pain, have a right to even getting mad. But if the world is going to be transformed, we transform the world one person at a time, building relationships across economic lines, across racial lines, across geographical lines. It does not matter. We build relationships. When you get to know people, when you get to know people, it makes a radical difference. When you get to know people, you build relationships and you see the change. You see the, 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 the difference in people. <laughs> relationships we hold hands and reach out and say i consider your brother i was blessed to be 44 years old 10 years out of seminary selected by bishop ken carter to become a district superintendent man 44 you know i was hot stuff 44 getting out of school and and I, you know, thought how highly of myself until I got there and saw what condition my condition was in. You know, I, I saw the, the racism and, and the hate and the anger from people saying this 45-year-old black man ain't got no business uh, being in this position. He ain't got no business. And what, and what I knew was God put me in that position. And there were places I was had to go to where people said, you can die. You could get killed. You could get hurt. But, but. I never worried about that. I had pastors who wanted to go with me to some of these places to protect me. I said, it's not, I don't, we don't roll like that. If I got to go and need protection, I got protection. Above my head, I got protection. And so I went to one of these places called Big Sandy, Tennessee, which was supposed to be one of the most racist places in the entire country. And I talked to people and I wept with people and I cried with people, and I embraced people when they had death and when they had sorrow and, 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 and parted with them when they had joy. I go down to the diner and people look at me like I was a, 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 a bead in a peach factory. 
I go down to the down and sit down and order coffee. And sooner or later, somebody would drink coffee with me. And we talked about hunting. We talked about fishing. We talked about poetry. We, they, they decided that I'm human too. And when I left there, when I left the area, people wept because I had become such a good friend, not because I was such a great person, but I learned what my grandfather said, treat people like you want to be treated, love people unconditionally. That's what you got to do, regardless of what they say about you. You be Roger. You be the, the man I taught you to be. And anything less, anything less, I'm not satisfied with. You build relationships. Jesus said you build relationships with people who just might not like you, may never like you. When you walk into a room, you are the person who says, I'm here to respect everybody. I'm here to be friends with everybody. I'm here to, to, to build relationships with everybody. That's what we do. That's what Christians do. We build relationships. And when we don't build relationships, we violate the gospel. When we choose to be angry, when we choose to think the worst of people, when we choose to not reach our hand out, when we choose, I think of all the military men I have in my church and, and, I, and I hadn't been in the military, but I know what they've gone through. But they also realized that they were gonna be in, in the military with people of all persuasions. And if they were gonna be successful, they had to understand and respect people and demand respect. At the end of the day, they knew they had to fight together. They had to live and die together. They knew they had to respect one another. And the challenge is, even when you know somebody does not like you, hold your head up and teach them how to live. Hold your head up and teach them how to be a soldier. I'm convinced that black soldiers have taught, world, taught the world. Man, how to be, if I can be a soldier and all this discriminatory stuff, if I can be a soldier uh, 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 with all the stuff that's going on and I can be successful, then it shows other people how to be successful. It shows other people how to be better. Building relationships ain't easy. When you, when, when you, when you love unconditionally, some folks look at you like you're crazy. In the days when you feel crazy, you know, there's a country song that says some days you feel like the windshield and some days you feel like the bug. There are some days when you're feeling like building relationships, you feel like the bug. You feel like you've been splattered all over somebody's windshield because won't nobody listen to you. But I promise you, if you keep on building, keep on building, you will see the change. You will see the growth, not only, not in just in the people around you, but you see the growth in you. You see the joy that you feel in, in celebrating. You see the joy you feel and building awesome and strong relationships, you see the joy you feel and just being who you have to be. Step into a room and people say, that's a loving person, that's a kind person, that's a joyful person. In light of all that's going on, that person has found joy because that person gets up in the morning ready to face God and ready to embrace the world. That person goes to the Y telling people about Jesus. That person goes to Walmart telling people about Jesus. That person goes to the grocery store telling people about, go to the barber shop, wherever that person goes, they'll tell people about Jesus and the love of Jesus. And that they're not talking hate, they're not talking malice, they're not talking meanness, they're talking about relationships. They're talking about the people I love in my church, the people I love in my fraternity, the people that I love in my organization, the people who are on the same accord doing what we do because we are bound to make the world better, make it better, better, better. When you pass this way, you ought to be able to say, I left the world better than I found. You ought to be able to say, I gave more 
than I was able to take, Lord. You got takers and you got givers. What do you want to be? Takers say, pile it up. Give me all you got. Give it, give me, give me, give me, give me. And hold a hand so tight, nothing comes in and nothing goes out. I got my stuff. I got 15 lawnmowers in this shed. Now, Joe down the road needs one to cut his grass, but I got 15 and I can brag about them. I got a, one that turns on a dime and I got one that goes up the mountain. I got, I got all this stuff. I got 50 cars in my, 50 cars out there and I, I just can't, and, 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 and I, this little old lady needs one, but I can't give her no car because I, I come collect it. I got 50 cars out there. I got all this stuff. At the end of the day, though, that stuff will rust and be corrupted. At the end of the day, money comes and goes, but relationships will last. They'll make it. I'm excited this morning because I had church last night. Something I got to hear Gladys Knight last night. And I'm telling you, we had church. Every song she sang last night it was monologue about living and relationships and then she sang, sung they sang take me to the cross you could you could feel it white people black people rich people poor people you could feel it in there us going through the times in our lives of joy and sorrow and separation us going through every emotion that a human being goes through you can sense it in there and yet on that stage collectively this little small 77 year woman with these powerful pipes share her love of God and her love of music and a celebratory person who she is and says, it, 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 God's got this. I got a man upstairs who's my protector. God's got this. Take me to the king. You knew. The Gladys was, didn't need to have on a lot of skimpy clothes. Now there were plenty of skimpily clad people. We'll talk about that later. But she, she didn't need to have them skimpy. Uh, skimpy dress. She didn't need to be to use foul language. She didn't need to run people down. She just she just came out and said, "I love you, I love you, I love you. I, you made me who I am. I love you." And when we sing together, the world has an awesome song. When we sing together, war ends. When we sing together, peace abounds. When we sing together, joy fills the room. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for letting us have church together. And hopefully the people who left there heard, heard, heard this prophet say, you got to do better. You got to live better. You got to love better. You got to do that. Woe we'll be unto us. And finally, this portion of the scripture that talks about judgment. Lord Jesus, I have been, Lord is. Lord has brought me full circle with my whole attitude about, I'm, I, I used to be good at judging folk. I give you one look and I knew all about you. I was wrong all the time, but I just knew. By the way you dress, by the way you walk, by the way you talk, I'm just judging people. Early in my ministry, I left the house going to a meeting and I didn't want to go mad anyway. Got to the meeting and the Reverend Charles Parker was running his mouth. And I came home and I saw something. I hate that man. I can't stand him. He's racist. He's violent. 
And she said, I love child. I love him. That's you what? I love him. And I love his spouse. His spouse. They're, they're such good people. I said, woman, you is crazy. You done lost your ever-loving mind. You think them people are, are nice people. Down in hospital in Memphis, and this little lady came up to me, and she saw my pen, and she said, she said you a Methodist preacher? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, do you know Charles Parker? And I said, I got me some good information. This black woman knows something on him. He's done sit something out of his way. He's done done something, so I got him now. And she said, I just love him. Oh, Lord, have mercy. She's been talking to Cynthia. I just love him. He, drive, he drives the Bolton bus that takes us to our ball games. The Bolton bus ain't nobody on the bus but black people and black kids. He volunteered to drive the bus. He comes over and tutors mainly black kids. His son and my grandson got into a big battle at school, and I just knew he was racially motivated. And he got there and he said, ma'am, they just kids. They just kids. And then I learned who Charlie Parker was. He was a justice. Old country boy, just hard filled with justice for everybody. Didn't color didn't matter. Economics didn't matter. And he and when the chips were down, when somebody in my family died, or when I was hurting, first person there was Charlie Parker. And I'm saying, this is a man I hated so much. Don't judge. Accept and live. If we are going to love unconditionally, and I hope we do. Then we'll pause and look inward and say, I ain't all I need to be, but I'm getting better. And I will not judge a book by the cover. I will love all God's people every day. I'll try to do my best, Lord. I'll build relationships. I'll build bridges. I'll help those who need help. And when I need help, I'll ask for it. But all in all, I would say the family of God is bound together by a web of love and nothing can break it. Will the circle be unbroken? By death, yes. But the circle always comes back and it'll come back in heaven when all of us who seek justice and righteousness and God's love will join hands and say, we made it over. And when it's all said and done, like Gladys Knight, take me to the king. Take me to the king. Amen, amen, and amen. Pray with me. Lord God, I give thanks to you for all that you are and all that you ever will be. Lord God, if there's someone today who's heard this message and needs you, we've given out directions how to contact us. But Lord, if they... Uh, need it quickly, go to any church, any church that has a, you can see the sign of the cross, any church that, that, that's open to welcome, you just say, I, I repent of my, I've already acknowledged, I repent of my sins, ask the Lord to come into my life and change me and direct my life, and they'll guide you from there. Be with us, Lord, and all that we say and do, amen, amen, and amen.